Hey everyone, my name is Joanne Koshaluk. I'm also known as Mama K, and I'm a band teacher in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. And welcome to The Wealth of Our Stories. Hey everybody, it's Mom Kay coming at you from her home studio in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. And today I am so lucky to have this brilliant educator and flute player and uh, a very valued leader of the Manitoba Band Association. I believe she is a vice president this year. Yeah. So without further ado, who are you special guest? <laughs> Hello, uh, my name is Chloe Flamondon. And what do you do for a job, Chloe? Um, I work at Maples Collegiate and I teach um, high school, grade nine to 12 band. Um, I teach the grade nine jazz band and grade nine, 10 symphonic band and wind ensemble. And have you always been there? Has that been your, the, the job or the only place that you've taught so far or what does that look like for you, your teaching career? Uh, Maples is the second the second building I've worked in. My first year I taught in a small town called Wawanisa and it was awesome. That was such a memorable cool year of teaching in Wawanisa. I reflect back on my schedule that I taught. I taught everything in Wawanisa. Like I did kindergarten to grade 12 music and band and I taught like kindergarten phys ed and grade 3 art and grade 9 social studies and grade five social studies and like on and on. It was insane. And I think I was like a point eight or something. But so that was my first year of teaching. And then uh, since then, 2011, I started at Maples and I've been there since. That's really amazing. How in the world um, did you go about uh, finding that job at Wawanisa? Like, how did that all happen for you? Um, I think, well, my mentor and now very close friend, uh, Wendy McCollum, she really had an eye out for us when we were graduating and she told me about the job that was opening and I just got in there and applied and, and you know, pretty normally, I guess. But uh, Wendy, Wendy, oh, actually, I remember that just brought a memory to my head. We had this spreadsheet when I was in fifth year university and it was like all the divisions and all the jobs and who worked everywhere and like the movement of people. We were really, really intense. But um, yeah, and so anytime we got like pieces of information, we had like a gossip column, like what's happening, who's moving where, what's gonna happen? So it was, that was great. But so maybe we found something out in there, but I, re I remember Wendy telling me about it and, and um, asking to get in, but it was interesting because I was, uh, I'm from Winnipeg and I've lived in Winnipeg my whole life. My family was here and the plan was always to go to university in Brandon and then come back to Winnipeg to work. So when, um, a job opened up in Wawanisa. I know my family was like, no way, like you're coming back. That was the plan. You're coming back to the city. And I was like, oh man, I don't know. Like this is a good opportunity for le learning and growth. And um, yeah, so it took a lot of discussion with my family and I, and I did end up staying there and really, really loved that year. So you mentioned that you went to Brandon University. Can you give us um, an idea of what your journey was from baby Chloe to, to even getting to university? How did that all happen? Um, yeah, it's so interesting. I was 
a, I started playing flute when I was, I think in grade, maybe grade four or five, because my mom, when she was in junior high, she really wanted to play the flute. And I guess they did their instrument testings and she couldn't make a sound on it. So her band teacher at the time told her that she wasn't allowed to play the flute and they gave her a clarinet and she hated it. She hated the clarinet so much and dropped band as soon as she could because she just hated it. Um, so um, living precar vicariously through your kid, she's like, okay, my kid's gonna play the flute. So she found a flute at a garage sale one time and she brought it home and she's like, okay, you're gonna learn this flute and you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna play the flute. So she's like, if you already know how to play it, you'll know how to make a sound and then you'll get it and then all will be good. So I liked it. I picked it up. I played the recorder all, like I love my recorder. I was in all the recorder or clubs and stuff like that. So, um, and she was sick of hearing the recorder. She was like, play this flute. I need to hear something else in the house. Um, yeah, so um, I got this flute. I took flute lessons with, at Marshall's Music. I'll never forget. My first teacher's name was Bernie. And we had the like, like X standard of excellence book one. And we sat down. I'm like fiddling. Like, I don't know, really know how to hold it. I don't know how to make a sound. Who, like, what's happening? And he's like on the piano playing the accompaniment stuff. He's this really big guy. And he's just like, just jamming. And I'm trying to play like the one note samba, you know? And he's like, you'll get it next time. Yeah. And he's just playing these like accompaniments. And it was just so fun. I was like, how do I hold it? It's like, and he's like, you're fine. Like, put your fingers. Yeah, you're getting it. You're getting it. He's like, two notes on, but now it's like, I don't know what's going on, but this is so fun. So it's like, I don't know if I was making sounds. So like, I think Bernie really instilled like a love of just like playing, and it was like it didn't matter if you didn't always know what you're Rose? doing. What's that? Bernie Rose. And Bernie was his name. Because Bernie, know. I know that was big in Winnipeg for a while. Was Bernie Rose. I don't know. I would love to see a picture of him. I have no idea. He doesn't work at Marshall's Music anymore, but he worked at Marshall's Music on Henderson Highway. So if it was, maybe I would love to send him an email or something. But my, I don't know, what I, my like reflecting back, I was like, you know what? I bet this guy didn't know how to play flute. Maybe they didn't have a flute teacher or something. And he was just like, I don't know, like, I'm just going to rock the piano. I'm going to play one note samba, two note sambas, and we're just going to go, 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 go. And hopefully this kid gets it. But I was having fun and I kept going back and it was, it was great. So yeah, I don't know, please, that'd be cool to find out. But um, yeah, and so then I started studying with Lori JD shortly after that and studied with Lori all the way through to university. But uh, yeah, I don't know, I just, I just loved it. I, um, I remember getting kicked out of band class with Mr. Dennis DeCleva was my middle school band teacher. And I remember him kicking me out one time because I was a prima donna. They would like play the B flat scale, four beats per note. And I would sit there and I would play like on every single note. It would drive him nuts. He's like, Chloe, we're warming up. It's like, no, this is too boring for me. Oh man, he's like, get out. And I remember it was so funny. But yeah, so I went to Chief Pegasus and then I went to River East with Jeff Kula. Um, which was also such an amazing experience. We did so many really, really awesome projects that I think just continued to like instill a love of um, being creative with music and trying new things. And I was just always so proud of everything that, that we did at River East. It was very cool. Um, but I really think that um, my path into becoming a band teacher was 
I was in honor bands. I played in all the Manitoba honor bands from when I was uh, in grade six. And I remember um, they would always give in the senior honor band, there was like a little envelope and a little package that kids got for being in a certain number. I think it's like eight or nine or something like that <laughs> that you were in. You got a little package at the end. I was like, I need to have whatever that is. I don't know what's in there, but I need to have it. And I need to be in every honor band. And I was, and I got my little honor band pin. It was a little pin that said MBA on it. I was like, what the heck? This is awesome. I love this pin and I still have it. <laughs> so, but um, I think um, when I was in grade 11, I was in, I think it must have been the senior, yeah, I was a senior honor band and the director of the honor band was Shelly Axelson. And that was the first time in my entire life as a little musician, uh, flute player, like through middle school band, high school band, all the other honor bands from grade six up until 11 had been directed by males. And so Shelly Axelson was the first time that I ever saw a female directing a band. And that was just like the biggest aha light bulb moment in my life. I was like, oh my God girls can do this job. Like I hadn't even like really registered. I was like, I think I love music. I love playing flute. I'll do something with that. I'll go to university maybe whatever it was, but I knew I had to do something with music. And then I saw Shelly Axelson or had that experience of being in, in her honor band. And that was, that was it. I just decided I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a band director. That's cool. I, I didn't know I could do it and I can. So yeah. Um, and I ended up at Brandon University because um, Bob Ford, who is the flute flute um, teacher out there, um, I love that guy, but he, he would sit, uh, he was at the Optimus Festival every year and he would always knit outside the BU booth. Um, and so we had just long talks all the time and I would just, just look at the booths and chatting. I was like, who are you? And I was so talkative. So I was just like, who are you? What do you do? And I'm a flute player. And um, we did a little lesson one time and I really liked him and, and he worked really hard to try and get me, T-Bird really recruited me to come to Brandon University and I just followed that path and, and it was great. I also think at, about at that time in my life, uh, 17 years old, and I'm, I'm a really kind of independent, fiery soul and I needed, I was ready to move out of my parents' house and I think needed to, I was just like, I needed some independence at that time in my life and so I knew I, I needed to move away and I wanted to do something and so just a couple hours away from home, uh, this Bob Ford guy who really seemed to like me and it was, yeah, it was, it was good. Where did you, I'm really curious because I didn't know that you were a North Caledonian girl as well. Where did you go to elementary? Um, I went to different elementaries. I went, I started at Dawnwood uh, for a couple of years and then I went to Spring, uh, St. Alphonsus School, which is, I went to a Roman Catholic school for a little while and then I went to Springfield Heights. Okay, then from, cool. Yeah. I was at Emerson. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so it turns out Stacy Natras and I have the same path, Emerson, John Pritchard, River East. No way. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh, what is that's so cool to learn these things about people. Hey? I found out one of the gym teachers at my school, same thing. No way. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness, something in the water in North Kildonan. No kidding. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I didn't know you went to River East. I did before Kula. Before okay. Kula. My band teacher was a man named uh, Jim Harvey. Okay, cool. Yeah, I know the name. Yeah. So um, remembering, of course, that this is a family interview, what is the weirdest gig that you have ever been involved in? Um, yeah, I know. I was thinking about that. I don't really, well, I love playing and maybe this is, I find this gig so cool that I do and it's maybe, maybe weird. I think people will find it a bit weird, but um, Grind Zimmerman, who's my colleague at Maples, uh, we play at, in yoga studios 
So they'll do live music classes and we'll sit in the in a corner and we play music while people practice yoga, which is really, really awesome. And I really, really enjoy that. So that might be the weirdest gig that I that I do. Is it hot yoga? Yeah, it is. It's crazy. How Jesus. does your flute not slip on your chin when you're playing? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's it. It's just constantly like wiping it away. And the worst is when you do, you have like sweat coming down your face and then it falls like right here. And you have to like blow it out. Like the note won't come up because there's like spit in your arm your hole. But, <laughs> but it's fun. It's, I think it's a nice experience. I hope it is. So What's I always think do that through. Um, Mo, or it's Modo now. Mogo, Modo Kildonan is where we play the most. And we've played at Modo on Donald too. Um, is that uh, the Kildonan one? Is that on Lash there? Yep, right on Lage. And we did it a couple of times for Carrie. Carrie Lundy, she did um, Seven Oaks staff yoga. And so we went and she did them at a, in an elementary school gym. And so we played for her a few times too, which was really fun. That sounds like a fantastic gig to, yeah. to hang on to. Yeah, it was, it's really great. And I remember one time too, I was trying to think of weird gigs. I subbed for Charmaine Bacon at, and I can't remember any, uh, I don't remember where it was or who the group was, but they did this concert where they had a band, like a little, or maybe it was an orchestra. They had a little orchestra on a, like on the back of a pickup truck that just drove around a field. It was like a horse race field before some events started. And I think it was like a regular gig that Charmaine did and she couldn't go. So I, I just, I showed up. She's like, just show up, just do it. Here's the music just play wherever they ask you you'll be okay like okay whatever is fun so yeah and we just like we went around this like horse racing track and we played like classical music and it was it was so funny I don't remember where it was or who the group was I just showed up and played on a on a like flat bed being pulled by a <laughs> pickup track it was great. um if you don't mind I'd love for you to talk a little bit about your involvement with the Manitoba Band Association um, yeah, I'm, I've only been on the board for two years. Last year, I worked as the, the Winnipeg Region 2 rep. So I was representing River East School Division and Seven Oaks School Division. And then this year, I moved into the position of vice president, which is great. Do you find that um, you take a lot of what you do um, as your in your role of conducting sort of the skills that you that you have in your classroom, do you use them um, as a vice president as well? Um, I think that I still have a lot to learn about the potential of the job as the vice president of the Mental Band Association. So far, I, I feel like I'm learning about the, the group, about the Mental Band Association, about how it functions, about what um, its goals are at that level. And I feel like I'm right now just listen, doing a lot of listening and a lot of just learning about what my, my role is and how I can make a difference and how I can contribute. So I would say maybe not yet, but I do hope um, that, that it would eventually. So I think just who I am as a person and a flute player and a band director is all, is, 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 I'll bring all of that to who I am as as vice president because it's just who who I am and the way I function and and be in in this world. But yeah, I don't I don't know. That's a good question. I think you and Sherry are doing a fantastic job as president and vice. Sherry is awesome. Yeah, she's just so organized and so pleasant and so like so hardworking. And yeah, I really love working with Sherry. She's she's amazing. So yeah, I hope I can I hope I can contribute some some positive 
part staff too eventually. Well, I, I believe we are so fortunate in Manitoba to have what we have uh, for oh, a yeah. community. Um, we and hate to toot our own horn, but we, I really do believe that this is the place in Canada to, to teach band. Yes, absolutely. I have, I have always thought the, the same thing for sure. Yeah. So now for students, I know that you've had some students continuing on in music, because um, we're going to have students and other educators watching these videos as well. What advice do you have for students um, that might want to go into music as a career? Yeah, I think my my biggest piece of advice, and I was thinking about this um, earlier because you gave me the questions, would be just to embrace what your natural curiosities are and to be really honest with yourself about, about what they are and, and about whether you love it or, or not. Um, I think that there's a big draw in our world right now to to do what's maybe the right thing to do and go into jobs that are that are like going to be a doctor or an engineer and something that's maybe a little bit more tangible in terms of a, a strong job or career after and there's nothing wrong obviously with with those jobs but I think if you have a, a, a natural curiosity to want to study music and go into music and you love music and you love what music does for you that that it's important to try it and and see just see how it goes so just embracing your natural curiosity and then I'll, I like to set kids up on a path to towards success so like, like let's try it and see like sit in a practice room like do you love to practice for hours a day what do you love about your playing what do you not like about your playing can you sit and can you can you can you sit with the things that you need to work on can you sit with your weaknesses and, and what is what comes up in that space when you do that and and just see if you love it and if you do just dig in completely and just and give it a try because I think from high school right at the end of high school I think that's the best time to, to try music if you want to I know sometimes kids will come back and say, I'm just, I'm going to do this first, or I'm going to do this degree, and, and then I'm going to come back and try music, and I'm not sure that that's the best idea for everybody, and if, if they love it now, and they want to try it, dig in, just dig in and do everything that you, you need to do to, to get there, and experiment with what it feels like, and if it feels good, to go for it. You had mentioned to me earlier today, before we started recording, that um, your partner actually was a a professional musician and is now a doctor. I thought that yeah. was a really interesting um, progression there. Yeah, so he started, um, his name is Simon Christie, and he worked for the first, um, I guess, first five years of his career as a, as a professional musician and um, loved music. Play, he played with the Dirty Catfish Brass Band, is probably the most popular group he played with. Um, and then he decided that he was going to do something different with his life and got into medical school and is now working as a doctor in, in Winnipeg. And it's just really cool the connections that he's found and experienced through being a musician and being a doctor. There's a lot, a lot of connections there that are that have been really cool um, and there's lots of people in the medical field that either are musicians or um, no musicians or oh, they've hired musicians for lots of things and it's it's brought forth I think a lot of opportunity for him in terms of building relationships and, and having experiences as a doctor because of this time as a musician. It's funny I've had um, previous private students in the past be going back and forth do I want to go into engineering yeah. or music? Engineering I was like Ah, you know, it's, it's incredible. And then I, one of my previous students too, um, is now, um, a lawyer. Yeah. You know, Petra? 
Yeah. 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 Like she is an immigration lawyer. Like it's just, she got her, you know, she has such a strong musical background and then just, I think the dedication to, to working towards something, you know, it, I think it, it helps so many people, like you said, um, say for your partner in, in success in other fields beyond music, right? You, you learn that dedication. Absolutely. The dedication and the, everything that we do is just about building, building you up as a human being and creating like an empathetic, kind, caring person, right? And you, you have to, you have to be, you have to be empathetic to what's going on around you. You have to understand what's happening in a, as a musician in a band. Um, you just, you learn skills about what it means to be a good, a good human. You know, you support other people, you let others shine while you, you do what you can in the background to help. And all these skills are things that, that can be used for the rest of your life. And I think we try and communicate that to, to our students as much as we possibly can. And yeah, there's, and there's lots of them who consider, going into music and want to go into music and then it just is a different level of I think learn it's, it takes you out of being in in a band with other people and you have to get to know yourself as a musician so if a student if a student expresses that interest in wanting to go into into music a lot of times it stems from a love of being in band and being with other people and the way that you're um you you interact with those others in the band but they do have to get to know themselves as individual musicians and if they like that if they're into it they like practicing and they like you know sitting with their weaknesses like they said uh then yeah i think that that they'd be a good candidate for it and that they just just keep loving it so Excellent yeah. words of advice. Yeah. And do you have any other little tidbits of Chloe worldly wisdom to to anybody who's out there? Maybe not even as a musician. You know, what are your what are your bits of advice in these weird times? Oh man, I always think I have way more to learn than I have to offer. But um, I think something that comes up often is that um, students are making choices of what to do because they don't want any doors to close. They don't want to close any doors and they want to keep all their doors open in terms of what classes they're taking in high school and what, what decisions they're making now. And um, I think that my advice would be that no doors are ever closed and that you can always do whatever it is you want to do at any time in your life. Even if you made a, a, a certain choice now, if you chose, um, say you chose not to take a particular course in high school that means you can't do something in university the doors never closed right the doors are always open and you're you can always do whatever you want at any point and and that that's okay so yeah and maybe also to learn learn to say no <laughs> learn to say no as young and as soon as possible uh, i think that's a so many people myself included sometimes we start to experience burnout and a lot of stress and and it's and it's hard to learn to say no as an adult especially if you spend the majority of your life saying yes to everything over and over again and not not thinking about why you're saying yes so uh learn to say no and know that it's okay and do it young. I had a student this year who, an excellent trombone player, she'd been in my wind ensemble for a couple of years and she's just so busy with so many other really cool things in her life and uh, she couldn't do it and it took her a really long time to tell me that she couldn't play in the wind ensemble anymore just because of the hours and the amount of what she was doing and um, I think that was actually one of the most inspiring moments that I've had with kids this year was this young trombone, excellent trombone player, finally spitting out that she couldn't do it. That's like telling me no. And I was just so proud that she, that she said no and that she couldn't do it. And it was just respecting her own boundaries and, and, and learning about that was really cool. So 
Yeah. I don't know if that's helpful. <laughs> that's my Absolutely. Advice. We can all learn from that. Yeah. Chloe, thank you so much for taking time out of your morning today to, to talk to me. I really appreciate it. And I, I can't wait to spend more time in person with you. I mean, heck, we're, we're mm -hmm. a, a mere few minutes away from each other. Um, yeah. Schools. So um, I look forward to, to building stronger, stronger bridges between our two schools in, yeah, you bet. Well, as soon as possible. I know. Hopefully it's soon. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Have a great rest of your day, Chloe. Thank you. Bye.